I love the words recorded for us. Sing choirs of angels. Sing in exaltation. Oh, sing, all ye citizens of heaven above. Glory to God, all glory in the highest. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Hosem, Christ the Lord. I trust that you are having a great day thus far. I trust that as you listen to these devotions, that they would register in your heart. And that's something that you would learn from the word of God. And I trust that it will give you a desire to share it with someone else. Today, we are going to look at the visit of the wise men. Or one can say the Magai from these. As I studied these wise men, not a lot is said about them. The Magai, which is translated wise men, refer to a group of scholars who studied the stars. The title connects them with magic. They could be known as astrologers. They would search for meaning in the sky. In some instances, they serve as advisors to a king. Because of their combined knowledge of science, agriculture, mathematics, history, and the occult, their religions and political influence continue to grow until they become a prominent and a powerful group of advisors in the Medo-Persian and subsequently the Babylonian Empire. This no doubt was one of the reasons they were known as the wise men. We learn from the book of Daniel that the Magi's were among the highest ranking officials in Babylon. Before the Lord gave Daniel the interpretation of the king Nebuchadnezzar's dream that no one else could interpret, Daniel was appointed ruler over the whole province of Babylon. In Daniel chapter 2 and verse 48, then the king made Daniel a great man and gave him many great gifts and made him ruler over the whole province of Babylon and chief of the governors over all the wise men of Babylon. Now, because of the great wisdom given to Daniel by the Lord, Daniel pleaded for the lives of the wise men who failed to interpret the king's dream. In chapter 2 and verse 24. Therefore Daniel went in unto Ariat, whom the king had ordained to destroy the wise men of Babylon. He went and he said thus with him, Destroy not the wise men of Babylon. Bring me in before the king, and I will show unto the king the interpretation. Daniel became highly regarded among the Magi, the plot against Daniel that caused him to be thrown into the den of lions was not done by the Magi, but by others. You can read about that in Daniel chapter number 6, verse number 4, down to verse number 9. Now, what we don't know about these wise men, 
We are not told how many there were in number. We don't know their names. We are not told of the means of transportation to Palestine. We are not told of the specific country or countries they came from. I also believe that it is fair to say that they were known to be the priestly political class of Persians who live east of Palestine. So they were known as wise men from the east. I have noticed something else. The seekers of the born king. Now let me take a moment and explain something I got in my mind from when I was a young boy regarding the visit to the born king as a babe. From looking at the plays at Christmas time, I saw shepherds and wise men shortly after the birth of Christ. And in my mind, I understood that they met each other there. Now that I am grown and carefully studied it, I have learned the first individuals who took notice of Christ after his birth were the shepherds. Luke, in his writing, gave us the earlier narrative of the life of Christ. So in chapter 2, verse 6 down to verse number 17, the Bible says, And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger. And because there was no room for them in the end. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were so afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. And it came to pass as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, that the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see the thing which has come to pass, which the Lord had made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary, and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saints that was told them concerning the child. Now I've noticed that the angel of the Lord appeared unto the shepherds and announced the birth of Christ. The shepherds, after getting the news, notice what they did, left in haste to find the child. No wise men were there when they arrived. Now, when they left the scene and went and made the announcement to many who were amazed. For in chapter 2 of Luke and verse number 18, And all they that heard it wondered, and those things which told them by the shepherds. The next person, our persons, we have record of is that of Simeon and Anna in chapter 2. And verse number 25 down to verse number 39, the Bible says, And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, 
And the same man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Ghost was upon him, and it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord Christ. And it came by the Spirit into that temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law, then took he him up in his arms and blessed him and said, Lord, now let us thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of thy people, a light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of the people Israel. And Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of them. And Simeon blessed them and said unto Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is set for the fall and the rising again of men in Israel, and for a sign which shall be spoken against. Yea, a sword shall pierce through thine own soul also, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. And there was one Anna, the prophetess, the daughter of Peniel, and the tribe of Issa, and she was of a great age, and had lived with her husband seven years for her virginity. And she was a widow of about fourscore and four years, which has departed not from the temple, but served God with fasting and prayer night and day. And she coming in that instant, gave thanks likewise unto the Lord, and speak of him to all them that look for the redemption of Jerusalem. Look at verse 39. And when they had performed all things according to the law of the Lord, they returned into Galilee to their own city, Nazareth. Now, you would want to believe that after all of that, men would have known and accepted the Messiah, King of the Jews, that he is born, he's alive, and he's doing well, and there's nothing we can do about it. But no, that's not the way it is. I'll explain you a little bit about it in our next devotion. Lord, thank you. Thank you, dear God, for clarity of your word and even showing us, Lord, how this really happened. We pray, Lord, that, that we would not be so concerned about his birth more than we are concerned about his death. We pray, O oh God, that we would put it all together, the purpose of him coming, and that is for us to have a Savior so we can have everlasting life. And Lord, that each one that would listen would accept Him as their Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you so much. God bless you. Do enjoy this season.